Hi, I'm Ellie, and I'm going through some pretty trying times on my very own trying to conceive journey. And if you're here, I'm guessing you are too. In this pod, we're talking about all things TTC and fertility to try and feel less alone as we get to know our bodies, while also exploring the different journeys that we might be on to try and meet our baby. Whether you're battling with infertility, trying after loss, or just starting out trying for the first time and you don't know where to begin, this pod is for you. Welcome to The Trying Times. Hey my loves, how are you doing? I want you to take this moment just to take a breath. A deep breath in for four, hold and out for four. When we were on this roller coaster, we often forget to take a moment to check in and just breathe. I know I do, and focused breathing can really help ground us. It's such an easy little trick to bring us back into the moment, and I've needed to do a lot of grounding and a lot of breathing in the last few weeks as we enter the next stage of our trying to conceive journey going into IVF. But that's not what I want to talk about today. Today I want to talk about something that's been really getting to me recently. Actually, not even just recently, but on and off throughout this journey. And I know it's been a thing for other girls too. Jealousy. And it sucks. It's not something that I ever considered to be a thing or a problem before trying, or even in the first few months. But as time goes on, that bitter feeling just keeps creeping up and it feels heavy. These feelings are often called the ugly feelings because, well, they're just that, aren't they? They're ugly. And jealousy isn't a nice feeling for anyone. But it's so, so real when you're trying and trying and seeing others succeed while you're just still waiting and watching. I think it simply comes down to this isn't how it was supposed to be. When all we've been taught is that sex equals a baby our whole lives. When we haven't been exposed to the other ways that our life might go. And when you see other people with their children or their babies or their bumps, it's just like that gut-wrenching, but why them and not me? And that's just it. Why not me? It's unfair, right? The thoughts go through your head of, well, what did I do in a past life to deserve this? Have I been such a bad person that I have to endure all of this pain? It just doesn't fit into our beliefs of how the world works or how we've been brought up to believe the how the world works. So it's uncomfortable and, well, yeah, we get jealous of those who have an easier ride. It's so natural. It's like with a lot of things in life. Jealousy is a common emotion, right? And I think we are taught to suppress it because it's ugly. Whenever I think of jealousy, I think of that film Inside Out with the, like the different emotion characters. And I think she's called Disgust, the green one. But it's the same thing, isn't it? It's envy, it's jealousy. But that film, it literally shows how you need all of your emotions to be human. The emotions work together. So why are we trying to hide being jealous? I feel like when we suppress it, it hurts more. I mean, don't get me wrong, there are definitely times and places where saying, yeah, I'm jealous of you, isn't appropriate and can it cause more harm than good. But having to hide how we feel just because it doesn't sit right in society, that sucks. It's the same as when feeling low and being told to be positive instead and then putting on a brave face to make those around us happy. Eventually, our bucket of suppressed emotions is going to spill over and it ain't gonna end well. Okay, so I'm going to tell you about the ugly feelings and jealousy with one of my closest friends. We have spoken about this a lot together and I'm so grateful to have a friend who is willing to be so open with me and try to understand my emotions around our situation and to be okay with me sharing our story with you guys too. We had been talking and dreaming about having kids at the same time for ages. We always felt that we would do it together, you know, like be those mums who go for a walk with their babies and their prams with a coffee. That was going to be us. My husband and I started trying about a year before they were going to and in that time I started learning how to check my cycles and all of that stuff. I would talk to my friend about it all the time 
I'd share my charts with her, we'd get excited about peaks and she was literally my cheerleader from day one. And the first person, after Ben, that I told when I found out that I was pregnant with Angel. The January after we lost Angel, so a year after we started trying, she started tracking and sharing her charts with me and we got excited over her peaks and their temperature rises. We went for a walk in her two week wait and I remember this so vividly. She showed me her chart and I suddenly got this feeling of dread because her chart was beautiful. Like that's awful to say, isn't it? It was, it was perfect. It was going triphasic. It looked like she was pregnant. And I said to her, I bet anything that you are pregnant this month. I really, really think this is it. And guess what? A few days later, she got her positive. And there was this mixed feeling of excitement for her because genuinely I was so happy, like so happy that her journey wasn't going to be as complex as mine had been so far. But I did get that deep gut-wrenching feeling, that sinking feeling and the pressure that I felt that I had to be pregnant again fast or I was gonna get left behind. And as the pregnancy went on and she hit every milestone and I wasn't pregnant again, I felt so freaking sad. I mean, it was supposed to be me first with Angel. We had times where we didn't talk as much because I avoided it. I couldn't bring myself to hear about how her pregnancy was going or how her little one was. But there is one thing that has saved our friendship and that's honesty. Saying, actually, you know what? I'm really sorry to say this, but I am so jealous of you. I'm so jealous. It should have been me first and that's not your fault, but it still hurts. And we had that conversation and she said something that I'm so glad she did. She said, of course you are. You're allowed to be jealous. I would be too. It isn't fair. She's a really good friend, but even now, after all this time, I'm still jealous and I still find it hard. Now saying that, there are people who we wouldn't say I'm jealous of you too. <laughs> Maybe people we aren't that close to or strangers. I definitely never go up to a stranger and say, I'm jealous of that gorgeous baby bump. <laughs> but when it's people close to you, I think communication really is everything. And they're not always going to understand. They're not always going to say the right thing. And at that point we can go, okay, they're not the person I can talk to about this stuff and sort of put up a little barrier with them because we've got to protect ourselves, right? And then it's usually people who have had an easy road that make unhelpful comments or offer up advice, that unsolicited advice that no one asked for. So I asked you guys over on Instagram, what were some of the worst things that people have said to you on this journey who have had an easier ride to motherhood themselves? And then what would you have wished that they had said instead? And reading back through the comments, it made my heart hurt because there are so many people out there who say the wrong things because they don't fully understand. And it's not that they don't mean well, it's that they just don't get it. And it's so good that they don't understand for themselves, truly. But I think there is such a lack of education and understanding because of the stigma, because it's not discussed openly. So in this next part, I'm going to talk about some of the things that have been said that are examples of what not to say to someone struggling with infertility or who's gone through loss and then what a supportive comment might look like instead. Okay. Oh, wow. Okay. Are you ready? Here we go. It'll happen one day. Don't be so negative. Just be positive. It obviously wasn't meant to be. You need to not stress. You can't get pregnant if you're stressed. You need to stop thinking about it. You're losing them because you're obsessed. Forget about your losses and focus on this one once you're pregnant again after loss. I bet you don't really need IVF. 
if you just didn't try it would happen naturally like anyone goes for IVF just for the fun of it like this is already winding me up going through this list you're young you can try again miscarriages are so common if you really wanted a baby you would just adopt you can always just adopt people seem to feel like adoption is the answer to infertility but adoption is hard like I think it comes from a place of ignorance about what adoption actually entails but yeah okay let's move on you can spend more time just the two of you just relax you're stressing too much it'll happen when the time is right get drunk go on holiday put your legs up it'll happen just get on with it just manifest it my husband looks at me and I fall pregnant it's just not that hard just stop trying I feel like we should be playing bingo right now like how many of these have you heard yourself okay on to the next ones when are you having kids you aren't getting any younger don't leave it too late Maybe you don't really want a child. That's your body's way of speaking its truth. Ouch, that's a really horrible comment. Sometimes two people just aren't compatible to make a baby. It'll happen. Do you know, it'll happen really gets to me. It's that one that's, I really hope it's going to happen. How do you know it's going to happen? And also, I feel like it's going to happen, but that doesn't tell me when it's going to happen. And I need to know when. You just need to remember that sometimes it takes a little time. You miscarried because you're overweight or too stressed or worrying too much, too anything. These comments are just like pushed around. It's because you did this. It's because you did that. It's for the best because the baby wouldn't have been healthy. It was your body's way of dealing with it. And if you didn't test so early, you wouldn't know. This next one really actually makes me laugh. Enjoy the baby making. It's the fun part. And it annoys me because it should be the fun part. But the fun wears off so quickly, right? It's, this is a whole thing. Well, at least you can try IVF. That's easy and it works. Starting IVF is so exciting. I know people who have caught before IVF started. You haven't chosen to do IVF. You're not doing it for fun. You're doing it because you have to. Everything happens for a reason. Right, so this one is a tricky one. Because I can say to people myself... Yeah, it's happened for a reason. I can see the way my life has worked out. It's led me to where I am now. But if anyone else said this to me, I'd be fuming because my baby didn't die for a reason. There are so many of these comments. It just goes on and on. Are you still with me and you're okay? Like, these are horrible comments. And if anyone has said anything like this to you, my heart goes out to you. And things like this have definitely been said to me. And you just got to put on a brave face and laugh it off at the time but it's actually really not okay and I think this is why it's so important to educate everyone about what is the right thing to say and what is the wrong thing to say okay let's do a few more you can borrow mine if you like don't have kids from those who already have kids do you want my kids I've had enough of them you can have them you're so lucky you don't have children you can go home and sit around and do nothing it'll be worth it in the end be happy with what you've already got. You already have one, be grateful. Be thankful that you miscarried early. You can have my eggs, I'll carry for you if you like. God or family who aren't with us anymore, they needed them more. God has a plan for you. The more you think about it, the harder it's going to be. Trust the process. There's always next month. Get over it. It's a gift. You have to wait your turn. Why do you keep getting pregnant if you know it's going to be unsuccessful? Oh, that is a painful one. Whose fault is it when you need IVF? That one's been getting to me a lot recently. I've had that asked me a few times. Just do this. Just do that. 
at least you can get pregnant, at least, at least, at least, right? And comparing when it's just not the same. There are so many more on this list as well. It just keeps going on. For me, the hardest comments have been, at least you know you can get pregnant. Yes, I can. Every so often I do feel pregnant. But how is that a good thing when I lose them every time? I know people mean well, but it's hard to hear and comments like these can hurt more than they can help. I've now resorted to answering that one back with, yeah, but I can't keep them alive. And it shuts the conversation down pretty quickly because, well, that's the harsh truth of it. I think my patience is just running low these days with the comments and putting on a brave face and agreeing with them just doesn't cut it anymore. I think educating people, making these comments that they can be hurtful and offering them advice on what to say instead in these circumstances is really important. So what can be said instead? When I asked you guys, the one that came up the most by far was, I'm here for you. I'm so sorry. What can I do to help? What do you need? And that's it. It's offering support and an ear to listen. That is everything. So here are some of the ones that you came up with. I'm so sorry this road has been tough for you. I'm here if you need to talk. Is there something I can do? I'm sorry for your loss. They were real. They happened. Do you want a hug? Offering a hug can speak a thousand words. I can't understand it, but I'm here to listen and I wish I could do something. It must be so hard. Any loss, even an early loss, is a huge loss. I'm here when you're feeling ready to talk, any time. You're going to be an amazing mum. You already are. It's okay not to be okay. Give yourself time to grieve and feel. Let's do something together, whether that's in memory of baby or something else. Life is unfair. I know you miss them. How do you feel about starting IVF? It's okay to feel sad or angry or jealous. I see your pain and I'm here to listen or just to be with you. I'm sorry it hasn't happened yet. This must be such a hard position to be in. We are with you. You didn't do anything wrong. You didn't deserve this. It's unfair. How can we celebrate your baby that we lost? I can't imagine how difficult this is for you. You are enough. You are doing enough. It's validation, right? It's knowing that whatever you're feeling, it's okay and it's support. Don't try and relate to it if you can't. Don't try and compare. Offer help. Practical help too. If someone's grieving, maybe send them some food or a little gesture. Offer to come and help with small things like housework or even just go and watch movies and cry together. Be there. You don't have to say much at all. I mean, sometimes it's better if you say less and you just take the lead from them. And another thing, if they name their baby, use the name. I talk about Angel proudly because that's her name. And yes, I've always pictured her as a girl, even though we never actually knew I say her. And it's heartwarming and special when I hear others call her Angel too. She was real. My other babies were too. And it's nice having people acknowledge that. Some people won't get it. And those people you will probably drift from. And you know what? That's okay. There's an analogy that I was told as a child that stuck with me for my whole life. You have a bus. You are the driver of your own bus. And people will come and they'll get on and they'll get off your bus throughout your whole life. And some will stay on for a very long time. And others only for one stop. Some will come and sit at the front of your bus and they'll talk to you constantly and some will sit quietly at the back. You won't always know that they're there, but they are. And when they come to the front from time to time, you know that they never got off. We all go through life and different life stages and some people go through those stages at the same time as you, which makes it easier. 
But when you don't align anymore, it's okay to let go. They can get off your bus. And you can let them or even say, I can't have you on my bus right now. Not right now, but maybe I'll come and get you when I'm ready. Sometimes we put pressure on ourselves to force friendships to still work when maybe we shouldn't. It's like when you see parents with their kids and they got their other parent friends because they can compare their lives and they can do things and hit goals at the same times. When you are going through infertility, our alignment shifts and it's hard to keep those friendships going when they've had a smooth ride and you haven't. Of course, that's not always and friendships do need work. And some friends are supportive of your journey and won't talk about their kids with you all the time. I think that's a big one. I really appreciate the friends that I have who do have kids, but then they don't talk about that part of their life with me all the time right now. They give me the space for that. I have definitely lost a few friendships through our journey. It does get lonely, right? My circle of people is getting smaller and smaller the further ahead that they got in their journeys. But then... I've also lost friendships because of the insensitive things that people have said and how it's made me feel. Again, out of lack of understanding. And that's where this community has saved me. Finding people who do get it. God, I've made the best friends from this community. I've met up with some of them in real life and I've chatted for hours and hours about everything and they understand. And you know what? Those beautiful girls that I've met have fought huge battles and some of them are now on the winning side and I'm so hopeful and causing everything for them. And because of what they've been through, they do understand. It's not got in the way of our friendship, even though I'm still trudging in the mud. I've got girls on the Trying Times community page who are waiting to meet other girls just like you, to make real friendships with people who do get it. And if you want to become a member on my Patreon, it'll take you to the community page and it will connect you guys. And honestly, this community has been my lifeline. Go to my website, effortlesslyelly.com, click on Patreon and then become a member. It's that easy. It's horrible feeling like you've been left behind. This is probably the hardest thing for me. In fact, I saw an Instagram post the other day that said something like, infertility feels like you never got to grow up. And how true is that? Like you aren't a real adult until you're a parent. They said about people viewing you like you're still in your wild child days when actually that's so far from the truth with everything that we have to go through. You couldn't be further from a wild child, but you're viewed as that because you're not a mother. But it's so true. We are just viewed as those young ones who haven't really experienced life yet because we haven't got children yet. Like it's our choice. You know what it feels like? You know when you're at school and you're in PE and you're being picked to be on a team and it's watching everyone else get chosen each time and you're thinking, surely I'm going to be next. I won't be picked last. And then there aren't many people left now. And you feel panicked that you're going to be last and that's literally it. It's so scary feeling like you're going to be the only one left. And what if the teams are uneven and you can't join in? So maybe you're going to have to be left out completely. You don't get to join the club. And then you couldn't possibly understand what it's like. Yeah, I need to stop on that one because that's a massive topic that I think we might need to cover another day. It's okay to step away from people, to protect yourself and put your guard up. It's hard enough navigating your own journey, navigating other people's journeys on top of yours. That's a lot. We have to set boundaries. And this is where the communication comes into play. We can't set boundaries in our heads and expect others just to do what we want them to. We have to let them know what our boundaries are. And then if they don't respect that, that's a whole other thing. But my close friend is a prime example of this. Early on, 
I told her what my triggers were, what I felt was okay and what I didn't want to know. I didn't want to see a scan picture, for example, because scans were, and to be honest, they probably still are, a big trigger because my scan didn't go so well. So I told her this and then she didn't send me any scan pictures or tell me when her scans were unless I asked. And then it got to the point where I felt okay enough to ask and see her scan picture when I felt safe and calm. This way, she didn't hurt me with her pregnancy updates and I could manage my triggers in a calm way. It worked because we communicated. And I really, really think communication is the key to navigating friendships through their pregnancies. I mean, it doesn't fix things. It's still bloody hard seeing them getting pregnant, but it makes it some of it a little bit less hard. So then there's baby showers or gender reveals and all of those pregnancy type events. The thing is, if I didn't get invited to one because of what I've been through, I think I'd be hurt. I wouldn't want to be excluded because of my journey, but then it's a hard thing to put yourself through, but maybe it'd be nice to be given the choice. And that's it, isn't it? It's choice. They've been successful and we haven't. And being allowed a choice rather than having that taken away as well, I think that's kinder. We shouldn't feel excluded just because we haven't got to the stage that they have, but also being told it's okay not to come to if it feels too much. Yeah, I think that's about right. But then also, they shouldn't have to consider your feelings in it. They should be celebrating their pregnancy without worrying about other people's reactions. I mean, when it's my turn to celebrate, because it will be, I'm so hopeful. I'm going to be celebrating and I'm going to be celebrating hard. So it's such a mixed bag because you don't want to upset people, but then you also want to celebrate you. And for that person who is pregnant, if it's your friend, you want them to be able to celebrate their pregnancy. You don't want them to miss out on their happiness because of you. I thought about this in the supermarket the other day. I saw a woman who was really pregnant with a huge smile and rubbing her belly, properly showing it off. And at first I was like, I hate you. (laughs) But then I was like, you're so happy. You're so proud. Why? What did you go through to get that baby? It didn't stop me feeling bitter about my situation, but it helped trying to imagine if that was me, when it will be me. I'm not going to not show off my bump in case a stranger in the street sees it and it upsets them. I'm going to be celebrating every single moment because it's been such a battle to get to this point. Our emotions are our emotions and we can't help how we feel about situations, but we are responsible for our reactions. And this is where we can take control back. It's important to acknowledge that hurt and those jealous, ugly feelings when someone announces, but that doesn't mean that we have to keep feeling it. It goes back to what I've said before, Feel it, feel it hard, and then choose to let go and find joy in something. I'm going to have to pause here and carry on with this topic another day because it's pretty huge and it's so complex figuring out how to navigate people and emotions and relationships. I'd love to hear your experiences with how you've coped with friendships through your journeys. And like I said earlier, you have people just like me and you over on Patreon. So do join it if you want to find people who do get it. And I hope I get to chat to you really soon on the community. I can't wait to meet more of you and have more of a rant about this stuff. We have a whole page called Let's Have a Rant. (laughs) It's what we do best, right? (laughs) I will speak to you soon, my loves. Bye.